1: Welcome into the CHO Bears podcast on this Monday morning after a little mini buy, nice little weekend. I'm enjoying some football. Adam Hoke, Mark Carmen, Herb Howard in studio
0: today, gentlemen. Welcome back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Coming I, back with a win is even better. Yeah, it's great to see you guys.
2: Um, I'm not gonna lie, and I don't want to minimize anything out there, but. Getting COVID might have been the best thing that's happened to me in a while. I really enjoyed my time off. That was fantastic. Hanging out at home, watching Red Zone yesterday, being on remote with you guys at Thursday. I mean, I missed out on so many things, but I feel so rejuvenated right now. I am ready for the Vikings. Let's play tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Wow, look at that. Uh,
0: What an amazing uh, experience.
2: I highly recommend it.
0: That's that, a terrible thing to that, say. But that pitch review has never been more perfect than right now.
3: Yeah. Right great. there. Yeah. Please
1: give us a like. Thank you, everybody.
2: Oh, God. It was a great time. I also, I also have the answer for the Bears, too.
1: So. Oh, you do? Yeah, I
2: do. Okay. I absolutely do.
1: Um, well, to your point, when the first time I had COVID was 2020. It was election week. I was locked in a room by myself. And all I did for a week was watch Yellowstone football and election coverage. It was kind of nice.
2: There you go. I mean, sometimes, like, don't you ever just wish that you could just l- let me hop off the life train for five seconds and just pause? Because I know the time is always ticking for all of us. But just give me, let me just, let me just step off. Let me take a breather. Yeah. And let me let, let me get back on. And that's kind of how it felt like. This is irresponsible podcasting right now,
0: but that's what it was like. Nah, there were some guys. They were like stranded at sea. Like I don't know, like nine or something like that. They were stranded for. Oh, a week and a half or something like that. And they got, when they got back, they were all like, it was, pretty kind, of, it was kind of sweet. Like, just to be yeah. away from everything, away from everybody. You no know, real responsibilities. Just make sure this boat don't go down and we'll be okay. Right. You don't listen to what's
2: going on in the world. You, yeah. have, no. you, have no, you have nothing to do other than just, like, let me just survive over here. And assuming you do survive in that situation, then. Yeah, they came back. And they was yeah. like, mm, wasn't, wasn't that bad at all. It was
0: cool get some new perspective
1: I think I'd rather be locked in a room with a television than out on a <laughs> life raft agree or, yeah agree you know, All
0: right. I got ready. you I got you what was it that the Bears did that poll with the players at Soldier Field a couple weeks ago they were like a would you rather be stuck on a cave or on a on a plane or something like that they asked all the players on a big board like, stuck in a cave or stuck on a plane? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know how they, like, every week they do something with the players and put it on a big board during the game? A plane that might not land or a cave that you might not get out of? Those were the two options? Yeah, I think for a week. It was stuck 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 on a plane or stuck in a cave for a week. They did that on a big board at Soldier Field a couple I mean, weeks he's ago. you got to go cave on that one, I think.
1: Or, or stuck being a Bears fan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not nice. We love this football team, damn it. We do well, I'm love just saying,
1: it. that's a dark question to be asking, uh, you know. Yeah. What was your answer? Players of this team that had been struggling at that point. I think uh, most of them went cave. A few of them went
2: plane. I mean, if you're on a plane, is there food? Am I getting drinks?
1: Because <laughs> <A> limited <laughs> amount. Yeah, yeah, there can't be an unlimited it's plain amount plane food, and they always run out.
2: Yeah, but plane food. See, that's where that's where you're you're sleeping on plane food. No,
1: but if you're you on the right to, flight, it's on. decent. But they always run out on like a domestic flight to Newark. You, don't you want that food?
2: I haven't been on an overseas flight in a minute, but if you overseas flight, Lawrence is delicious. Yeah. We got, they really got good food and plenty of it.
1: It's not
0: bad. This little girl was kicking me in the back all morning. I really, I wanted to throw something at her. You should have. Just this morning, coming back from DC, oh, this morning? Yeah, I stayed and got family, so I just stayed and hung out in DC all weekend. Herbie, about you got back this morning? Yeah, like yeah. The two hours ago that's a that's a nice job by herb look yeah, at that it's
1: a good long weekend i like can, it
2: can i save right. the bears or do you want to save
1: that for later well let's get to some news off the top here. okay uh because there's some things we do got to talk about so um we have still no official word on khalil herbert uh <laughs> maddie refluce is expected to talk in a little over an hour from now um but reports out yesterday and not really too surprising that he's going to miss a, at least a few weeks so i don't know if i IR stint is coming or not. Uh, they did make a bunch of roster moves today and that wasn't among the roster moves. Um, so there's at least that. So the bears, um, how do they deal with this? Well, I mean, one of the biggest questions that's going to be lingering throughout this week is the health of Roshan Johnson, who also suffered a concussion in that game on Thursday. Maybe the long weekend helps get him back in time for next Sunday's game against the Vikings. We'll just have to wait and see. But meanwhile, they do have Deontay Foreman. So, Yes, he was inactive for a few weeks here. What's his role on the team? Well, this is depth. I mean, this is a guy who ran for 1,000 yards last year when the Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey. So he's he knows this role. He's I mean, this is a pretty good depth to have, to have a guy just come from being inactive on Sunday to, oh, no, Khalil Herbert's hurt well, this is a pretty good guy to have on the roster. He doesn't necessarily do all the other things well, which is why he's been inactive instead of younger players. But if you're asking him to step in for the starter and – take the ball 10 to 15 carries a game, you can
0: do that. I think that's why you heard all spring and summer. We were talking about, you know, the running back room being a, a significant strength of this team because they had so much depth because they had so much versatility guys that can do different things. Now, if they're all healthy, sure. I want the guys who can do multiple things, but as they start to go down, I still got a pretty good proven back that can tote the rock for us and play winning football. This is just a lesson to myself and to bears fans, by the way, Because there was all this
2: conversation on this show. I forget the one guy on here who didn't like David Montgomery, but it's like, hey, it's just David Montgomery. Is he any (laughs) good?
3: Maybe do an impression of that guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, good player, by the way. (laughs) It was pretty obvious that he was a good player. Grinder, great guy in the locker room, was having a phenomenal time up in Detroit, who, by the way, gets GM of the year, too, when he was looking at his two options, wanted to play for a winning team. That looks like a pretty good decision by David Montgomery, unfortunately, at this point. Khalil Herbert is 11th in the NFL in yards okay 11th forget the whole eye test part where you when you're watching him play if you're if you're going down that road there's seemingly nothing open and somehow he pauses and finds a way and also at times is carrying five would-be tacklers with him for another five yards all of that but if we just look at the stats he's 11th in the NFL in yards with 272 he's 29th in attempts all right he led the league last year in 5.7 yards per carry. Khalil Herbert's a really good football player. It's a big loss for the Bears' offense. I don't care who they have behind him. And, uh, yeah, he, hes I don't think he's gotten the amount of love that he deserves. And I would also point out that he takes some of the weight off of Justin
0: Fields, who is playing great, but he's going to miss that guy. A significant stat talking about having been 11th in yards and 29th. In, in attempts. That's right. I uh, know uh, Brees Hall out in the Jets is like that, too. I think he's sixth in, in yards and 28th in attempts. Uh, so, that, that obviously, that speaks directly to their yards per carry and how productive they are when they do get the ball and probably says they should get a little bit more. I mean, Brees Devin, Hall is...
3: is another man that's
1: in that mm-hmm. same category. Mm-hmm. My God. If we go yards you guys per You are talking k- about a lot of guys on my fantasy team right now. It's making me very happy. Must be nice.
2: <laughs> if we go yards per carry,
0: Brees Hall is, I mean... Insane. Yeah, he's, getting, he's getting it done. Seven point two. He's getting it done. Is that right? Yes. I just told you he's sixth in in, yeah. in yards and twenty eighth in attempts. Three hundred and eighty seven yards on seven point two per carry. That's pretty good.
1: Carm, all that said, and everything you're saying is true. Not sweating this that much. Me neither. I don't. I don't think the Bears' offense is going to be, you know, nose diving, uh, without Khalil Herbert. I think they're built in the system to withstand losses like this for a few weeks just like they did last year when David Montgomery missed a few weeks. Khalil Herbert came in. You didn't notice too much of a difference. It's partially why they let David Montgomery uh, walk or not offer him more than, you know than they did, although they were competitive. They wanted to keep David Montgomery. They just didn't. Lawrence,
2: please clip this for on Sunday when Hoag says that Kahn was right and he was wrong. That they missed Herbert at Soldier Field
0: versus the Vikings. The bigger issue in the situation is sure. exactly what Hoag said, though. It's whether or not Roshan is able to get over the concussion in time. If he's there, I think they're fine. If he's not, then you do do have some problems in terms of uh, Deontay forming his ability or inability to pass block. And then so do you bring in Kari on those downs? And is that a telltale sign? Like, I mean, Kari did some carries last week, so maybe you can have some trend stuff there. But uh, if Roshan is is good, and I don't know what's up with Homer's hammy, but (laughs) – I think that uh,
1: Homer's Hammy. Homer's Hammy. That sounds like a, a, like a sandwich shop. It's either a,
3: it's either a sandwich or an old Simpsons episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Homer's <laughs> Hammy. Uh, by the way, the Bears also signed Darrington Evans off the Dolphins practice squad. Welcome back.
2: I had, uh, a, I had a moment of Evans love last year.
1: Yes, you yeah. Did. No, he's he's decent. He's he can kick return too. He you know he, he and most importantly, he knows the offense. Like he mm. was here all last year, so he's bounced around a little bit this year. I think he was on the bill. The Colts, and then ultimately on the Dolphins practice squad, um, but he comes back Chicago. He's on the fifty three. Um, that's pretty much a confirmation that at least Herbert's going to be out, and then yeah. probably either Homer and or uh, Roshan Johnson. They needed some depth there, so they go ahead and make that move. And it that makes thing was
0: pretty sense. swollen in the locker room after the game. It was it was looking like a real cantaloupe ish. I was like no, nah, that's that's not gonna. You're not gonna get that down and get. The, Are you talking
1: about the ankle? Yeah. yeah, oh, Okay. Yeah.
0: You're not gonna get yeah. that swelling. Out I thought of you there. were talking and,
1: about Homer's hammy.
0: I was like, oh no, I don't. Really that's remember. a lot of detail on a hammy. Uh, oh. I don't really remember seeing him. Uh, Khalil though, it was like that was, it was a lot of swelling in there, and he was like, I, it was just he was like it was scary more than anything. He like at first I thought it was like like popping and all that, but yeah.
1: Car- wanted to bring up a concern. Thinking about how swollen that was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to go in this direction right now, Carm. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll go down that road for, for sure. I, I think it's a fair thing to bring up. So, all
2: right, Khalil Herbert's lying on the ground. He was the knee was bent in a really awkward way, ankle whatever, and they examined him forever. Took him off the field yeah. and then decided, you know what? Let's see what he can do. Yeah, pitch it to him takes two steps dies just rolls over i mean wants to be pet yeah. that, that was like yeah. i'm like you, you put him back on the field you, you couldn't figure that out over there and then if we go elsewhere on the roster justin fields at one point this year was carried off of the field or guided off the field by dj more put back on the field probably not the best decision the game was over actually just not did not seem like a smart decision at all then and now uh you've had Tyreek Stevenson looked like he was massively dinged up and didn't know where he was at. Back on the field, you had the same thing with Roshan Johnson last week. So there's just some old school Flus coaching staff not getting great information. I don't exactly know what's going on. Actually, real- are actually we talking Dre? Or are we talking Flus? Well, whoever you want to throw, right. S- somebody's somebody's making decisions over there that True. that needs to be, that just is not uh, in line with protecting the player versus old
0: school just we're we're living in the moment and he says he's good and so let's get him out there. I'm still not back on the flus train. I'm still mad at him from from Denver. However, as a head coach, there's a lot going on on the sideline. Like somebody's either telling him he's good or he's not good. Like he's not really like all that involved. Like either tell me he can go or tell me he can't go.
1: Yeah, if you're blaming um, the head coach, that's more of a big picture like – hiring concern in like off season. Do we need sure. to revisit in the moment, in the game, you are trusting your training staff. You're and and there's doctors involved too. So it's not all, uh, let's not put this all on Dre too. Like, right. Especially when it comes to concussions, exactly. you, you, he's not the one clearing a player to come also back in. That's come, and if anything with Roshan Johnson, I think that's on the concussion spotter because I thought right away, Oh, boy, that was a big head-to-head hit, and he popped as up. As soon as there it was, happened. There was a small hesitation, and then he popped up. He's like, I'm good. You could see he literally said, I'm good. And then he just sort of ran out there, and I was like, that to me was a moment where someone should have brought him over. This, just because of the collision
0: itself. Yes. Come it, out for a minute. Let's see what's going on. It,
1: and they have that ability to call down to the ref, stop the game, get that player out of there, and I thought that that was a missed opportunity. So he keeps playing. That's not – to me, that's not on anyone with the Bears. they and now, can the Bears also look at their player and be like, "Yeah, maybe we should look at him"? Sure, but with all these protocols in place, like I think that that gets missed above the Bears before it gets. Mm-hmm. So he ends up at some point, someone recognized something, and then they did address it. Mm-hmm. So, and then this, you know, with Herbert, and we got the super chat here from Eric Forcell, four ninety nine. Bears training staff is highly suspect. You know, I don't know. I the thing about Khalil Herbert is they were, they didn't have a running back left because between the time where he got hurt and came back, Travis Homer also got hurt. Right. And they were down to a fullback. They're trying to close out the game. He's probably saying, let me try it. Let me try it. There's probably a doctor going there saying that, and it probably can't get worse, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm assuming that's the type of discussion that happens there. And then they say, all right, well, let's give it a go. Let's see if you can do it. And then it's very obvious right away it's not going to work. So to me, the only downside was you wasted it down there because you couldn't execute the play that was called because he was hurt. But given what was at stake and how badly they needed a running back to just help close out that game – and shout-out to blasting game who took the carries, is involved in zone read, which I don't know how many times they practiced with him. They didn't necessarily get any big pops. They still had to punt the ball, like things like that. But they still managed to get through the end of the game. I, I'm just saying, I, that to me, that's not – I'm not too worried about it. I think that there's it's worth bringing up as a discussion, but I don't think it's a – I don't think it's a crisis yet.
2: I, I'm not – look, level of 1 to 10, I'm not making it anywhere close to a 10. I don't even know if it's, a, if it's a 5, but I am just pointing out that the communication that they've gotten around injuries this year has not been great. And I would also – let's extrapolate this out perhaps unfairly, but I do wonder, and I actually – maybe Nick can ask this to Matt Eberflus or I can when I'm up there next. I'm wondering when they're does he have – maybe you know this oh, og- and maybe you do Herb, too i i don't does he have somebody who is giving him the percentages on fourth and ones and fourth and fours and and knowing like what what the odds are telling him to do does is there somebody
1: on that staff that's in his yes. ear who is it do you know i don't know off the top i don't remember the guy's name off the
0: top of my head okay i don't know who it is but he always references he,
1: they, her, they he was he, he Now you're making me look stupid because this actually came up, I think last week in a press conference. I'm the one that's
2: looking dumb. I'm asking the question that I probably need to know the answer of, but I'm, but, but I just, I'm wondering like, what kind of support is he getting? Because, you're the defensive coordinator now. You are the head coach now. You, yeah, you deal with injuries over here. And then we got huge fourth and one decisions. And by the way, everybody killed him on the fourth and one in the shotgun and all of that. Yep. I, wa- I watched Arizona run fourth and one in the gun yesterday and have this and the quarterback run the football and not make it. So it's not like the Bears were the only one that's calling the, the gun on a fourth and one. So Some, just another real bad team doing it.
3: Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make it right. <laughs> Two
2: runs, I, I go. got I got it. I got it. But they they but they've, I'm just saying there's a lot going on. I, 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 I'm just curious on the level of support he
0: has which No, you? I feel you. Well, I asked him that after the Broncos game about that very decision, and he said, "Well, the, the 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 numbers tell us that we're, you know we're really good in, in, in the short yardage running it that way." Oh, oh okay, cool. Right. Well, there's my which gets numbers didn't hold up last week, did they? I think it's Harry Freed
1: who is the uh, director of research and analysis.
2: I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. There's, if there's somebody doing it, great. I hope that Harry, if it is Harry, that he knows what har- Harry's on top of his game. I, I would just say this in my old man zone over here which is also a very young old man like i feel like i'm i don't know 16 you're thriving
1: you were just having a conversation about 60 minutes that's
2: where i'm going right now if you watch 60 minutes last night if you watch 60 minutes last night the first segment on artificial intelligence look we don't need any dudes over there just get on the cutting edge of artificial intelligence right now and have it have a robot okay. tell the fluce what Wait. to do on fourth and one, what play to run. That's the biggest thing. Listen, it's this offense with this quarterback that can do this, with these receivers that can do that, this offensive line that can do this. Program that all in against the defense. Have them spit it out. Let's go. And we could be th- – the Bears can, like, launch themselves if we could just use AI better than everybody's using AI. You,
3: AI yourself to the title. You're saying we need artificial intelligence.
2: Artificial intelligence.
3: Yeah. Artificial, artificial, artificial
0: intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. It's smart. Than us. I like that, and I hate that I like that. Yeah, yeah. artificial intelligence. I mean, we need terrible. some. Uh, you can name it that. You might as well write write, write the halftime speech too, huh? How much be-
2: Yes, yes, that too. How much better is artificial uh, yeah, intelligence? Artificial artificial intelligence greater than the hits philosophy. Artiflucial greater than f- hits.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. If we get to artiflucial. well, again, the hits is baseline. Artiflucial, that is next level. Right. We need got to go to artificial. We need artificial. Okay. <laughs>
0: Wow. That's where we are.
1: I'm with you. Hey, by the way, this uh, was a question asked and answered uh, by Matt Eberflus back on August 13, 2022. So this is last year, but he was talking about now your guy, Harry Freed. Harry! But he was talking about, uh, he was asked if anything paid off with the preparation with harry freed and he he said yes i would say the challenge flag the challenge flag was one of them then all the talking about when we're going to go for it on fourth downs getting that information early to getsy so he can plan his first second third and going into fourth down if we get the first down fine if it doesn't go but i think that's really helpful to the play caller to be able to get that information early uh, then what we're doing early with Hightower? Also, what's our plan? Are we planning to go for it? Are we planning to kick it? Are we planning to punt? There's that quad zone where you're in between the 40s there, where you've got a lot of decisions to make. I thought that was good
0: on his part. So there's your guy Harry Free to answer your question. There we go. That's high level stuff, hog You're hosting the show, you're giving takes, and you're doing research that d- dating back over a year. I mean, well, that's why that- my takes are. You know, <laughs> shitty most of the time. <laughs>
1: this,
2: this ain't Hogue's first rodeo. The, the I mean, takes come last. Um, Let's just remember her. Hogue, Hogue was under my tutelage in 2008 as a, an, a, cra- as an as, a, as an elite intern at WGN, and he's taken all the brilliance that I taught him, and he, no. and he and he's and he's gone next level. There you go.
1: No, I always talk about this. In all in all seriousness, mm-hmm. it was the greatest internship any intern could ever have because I literally did all of Carm's work. There you go. It's a great hire. <laughs> I mean, think it's about legit it. legit, though. No, but how many interns get hired and they sit and around don't do and nothing. No, no one gives them anything yeah. to do? Carm would take naps with his feet up in his cubicle. <laughs> oh, I have pictures. <laughs> this is Carm in his cubicle like this. <laughs> Meanwhile, David Kaplan has me writing his updates. <laughs> And doing the, all the production on the show, booking guests. Hey, here's uh, Ryan Sandberg's number. Call him. We had a, we had a
2: guy that I, that was insufferable to deal with. I won't mention his name, but Ho got along with him. Handle that part oh, too. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, is it on you for making Ho great? I, I mean all, I, I would I mean, just ask. him. Right I there. would I would interview whoever was coming in. I'm like, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? Yes, yes, yes. I've been doing it in Wisconsin for. The last great, you can do my job. Outstanding,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was great. All right, um, I, we are going to get to the takes part here because I have uh, I have something about flu, so I want to talk about here. But uh, before we get there, are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, we have great news. You guys already know this Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fox Lake. They've joined the CHGO team here. We're really excited about it. And at Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now during RAM Power Days at Ray CDJR, only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off new Ram models. But that's not all. Now through October 31st, explore their newly renovated showroom. Take advantage of a limited time, seven-year anniversary savings. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. Uh, If you go over there, tell them CHCO sent you. It's a great place. I promise you they'll take care of you. For more information, visit RayCDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. Serving the community since 1963.
2: And shout out to our friends at Game Time Tickets. If you are in the market to go to the Bears game against Minnesota on Sunday, first of all, you should be coming to our tailgate. But secondly, you should be downloading the Game Time app and using the code CHGO, and there you see it on your screen. If you've never used it before, you get $20 off. That's right, $20 off on your first purchase, which is sweet. Game time has the best prices guaranteed. When you use uh, it for literally anything, sports, concerts, comedy shows, whatnot. I've, I've literally used it for all of the above. Uh, game time tickets. Again, download the app. Use the code CHGO. $20 off on your first pr- uh, purchase. And, yes, there is no easier way to go. And it's a, they, they show you exactly where your seats are going to be. I'm kind of addicted to the game time app. Download it
1: today. All right. All um right. I want to give out some shout-outs here, if we can do that. You know, it's been a long time since the Bears got a win, got a chance to watch a lot of the film over the weekend. uh um, great. Yeah, there's some good things to talk about. Man. First of all, shout-out Luke Getze. Luke Getze just absolutely punked Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, that whole defensive crew over there in Washington.
0: He did him in. I mean, it was like every play call was, the, jump. was the right call. From jump. Third and nine, no problem. Third and 14, no problem. We got answers for everything y'all coming with. Yeah, it was was remarkable based on
1: uh, a lot of what we've seen so far this season. Um, Just very, very impressive. Just shout out to Luke Getzey for that. Um, Shout out to Justin Fields Mm -hmm. for – And again, I talked about this last week. We talked about it with Cole Komet on Friday. I think the short week helped them flush that awful fourth quarter, and they were able to just build on what was working against the Broncos. Um, You can make excuses over the quality of defenses they were playing the last two weeks. You play who you play. And you execute or you don't execute. And so, shout out to Justin Fields. There's definitely a handful of throws still in this game that I wish were a little better. I still think the timing could be a little faster. I think there could be a little bit more anticipation.
0: But overall, it's always Moon, too. Yeah. It's always Moon. He's a little off. It's always Moon. It's like, I, I need I need him to be a little bit better on the plays that are designed for Moon. Because that drag across the middle that ended up on the left sideline. Got to hit that. The one earlier down the right sideline, whatever, but hit those things, man. Moon's got to make the – those are the plays that, that are there for Moon to make, especially while DJ is going off. Moon's yards per catch could be super, super high because you don't have to get 10 balls. But if he catches, you know, four or five big ones, then that matters. Yeah, if we're looking
1: at something to improve, I think that that's definitely – it I mean everything with DJ Moore was great there was three plays that stick out of my mind right away the first deep shot to Mooney to start the game which I love the play call Mm love the idea Mm -hmm. and I just I'd prefer to see I'm not saying the ball was perfect it it wasn't but I just love to see Darnell Mooney run to that spot instead of trying to turn around and catch it because that slowed him up and if he just kind of gets there and runs under it Which is not an easy catch, but it's the NFL, and we've seen him make those plays. He catches it in stride, and he's probably gone. It's probably a touchdown on the first play. Though a shot to Mooney in the end zone, that to me was definitely on fields. Um, It could have been – I just think it should have been thrown a touch earlier, and the spot's fine. But if you're going to throw it when he did, Mm. timing-wise, then the ball should have been a little bit farther towards that back pylon. And Justin Fields, right away, you could see him go, that was was on him. The other one that you talk about... Yeah, it wasn't a drag. It was A sail. I think it was a sail. And he got just sort of twisted a little bit by Mm. the DB coming out of his break to get over to the sideline. slowed it
0: down just a little bit. Yeah,
1: and that's where, like, you just... This is like when we talk about the gray... I think that ball actually landed where it's supposed to go if the route is perfect. Mm-hmm. If he's not mm-hmm. held up at all, Mooney's probably right where that ball is. But the reality is it's very unlikely that the way you run it versus air or you run that you're it versus get the a scout free team. release and
0: free run through that. So just a little bit more air is what I want to know now. Just you a just little gotta, bit more air. Yeah.
1: You got to adapt a little bit. Um and so that's all. That So this gets to a bigger discussion. Um, let's stick on here with Fields since we kind of went down that route for a second with these shout-outs. Where are you guys at with Justin Fields now? Because I'm, I, 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 I think I'm still in, man. I think I'm still in because... I, as I've, and, and if you actually parse through what I've been saying for these last few weeks, I don't think this is me changing anything. Mm-hmm. I still think he's good. I have my concerns that he's ever going to get over the hump to really throw as an anticipatory thrower. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Is there room for improvement? Yes. And mm-hmm. I think even just a little bit here could take him to that significant next level, quite frankly. But to me, like, I was up in Wisconsin this weekend, and there's was all these Packer fans. Oh, we'll get, what got it in the Bears? And it was like, well, this is what we all thought they were going to be right. these last two weeks offensively. Right. That's right. why I, I don't think this was, like, fake optimism or wrong optimism. It was, it was what it was supposed to look like from the jump. And oh. I, I just keep going back to my rant from a few weeks ago, which is Justin Fields is too talented that – that his floor should be way higher than it was those first three weeks. And, and honestly, I know the numbers looked great against Washington. I actually think like that should be where his floor is Mm -hmm. where like the numbers were high. Yes. But if you actually watch the game, there's still some misses and those are, but the misses were kind of predictable misses. They're kind of ones that you, you, he's sort of working through right now. But the whole thing should still work because of his ability to threaten you as a runner, threaten you with his arm. If it's planned the right way and executed and called the right way, which it was, going back to Luke Getze, that's what it should look like.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything from him over the last two weeks that I think isn't sustainable. I haven't seen anything like I don't. I don't think he can do that again. Like yeah. but it. I think he's really, really talented. I'm in the same place that I've always been with him. I think he can do everything that you want a a star quarterback in this league to be able to do. I think he can make the throws. I think that he can read the defenses. Obviously, he has the athleticism. I think he has the arm talent. It's put it all together, right? Improve on the anticipation and 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 – Stop the near misses, right? Those, those are game-changing things. And so I think he's got everything you need to have a franchise quarterback that can lead you to a Super Bowl. So that's where I've been with him. That's where I'm still at with him. It's nice to see it come together for a couple weeks. So I thought, like, the highlight moment of his last two weeks off the
2: field was his press conference after the Broncos, um, mid, Broncos lost midweek. He came in there relaxed and what – I'm telling you. You have I to. I just love you so much.
1: You, you like, have to see Evaluate the film, evaluate and you're a like straight no, no, no. Like, I'm evalu- you Evaluate the press conference. I'm evaluate, evaluating the
2: person. I'm evaluating the person. Okay. You've got to be able to handle everything that comes at you to, to be the Chicago Bears quarterback and a team that hasn't won the Super Bowl in nineteen eighty-five with a fan base that freaks out every week and lives the season week to week like I guess most football fan bases do, but we are on the high end of that. So there is a lot on his shoulders. And the fact that he came out of that Denver game and you know everyone's freaking out, they've lost 14 in a row, and he was basically pretty damn-ass calm with a smile on his face, and then he comes out on Thursday night and performs his best game of the year, I just thought that was, an absolute, that was a huge week for him. And we kind of missed the boat here, or at least I did. Where, look, I don't care if it was against the Broncos. We've been waiting for the Bears to unlock their offense, and they did in the Denver game. And then they backed it up again. And he looks like, like when, when, when he's bad, we've said, like, okay, uh, that's not what a good quarterback looks like. Well, when he's good, we can do the same thing. This is what it's supposed to look like. He's running the football. He's getting 57 yards. He's hitting huge deep shots. He's making incredible throws to DJ Moore in the corner of the end zone. He's looking way more comfortable in control. He's pointing the finger at him or pointing the thumb, whatever, when when things aren't going right. Uh, And yeah, he's not going to be a top five quarterback in the NFL. Sorry, he's not that good, but he could, could he get to a quarterback that you can win with and and be in the whatever top 10, top 12, 13, whatever he, I think he can. Uh,
1: Well, I I still think that I, I still don't think you should limit the ceiling though. I, I
0: I'm not out on top five either.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm no, he, and, and okay. this is a point I wanted to Go get ahead. to. Well, Go here ahead. so here's a comment here from Rex. Yeah. His numbers are the same as Lamar and Hurts through his first thirty games. Again, yeah. if you can't build around that, that's on you as an organization. I think there's some truth there. Um, his numbers right now with Mahomes on the season are pretty identical. Um, yeah, but come on, he do, is he exact, well, the, is the he exact, counter. Is he built up all his numbers against the Broncos and the and the Commanders? You can make that argument. How important is accuracy for a quarterback? Very. He
2: is not on the high end of accuracy. He's probably not even on the middle end, which is a problem.
0: Well, and that gets to a question. There was also consistently I think, no. Yeah. Can he do it? He yeah he can do it. But we, he's we've seen him throw just, balls that you couldn't walk down there any better.
1: Like we saw Thursday that touchdown throw to DJ Moore in the back corner, right? He can do it, and he
2: does it. He just doesn't do it consistently, which but, is the okay. whole point of accuracy.
1: But this is uh, – let me go on a little rain here about this. This is exactly why you sh- – you sh- I think there's a difference between accuracy and anticipation. Right. So there was a comment up there a second ago from Augie's boy or, or whatever, but the gist of it, whether we bring it up or not, was how do you improve anticipation? You either have it or you don't. I think he's late on every throw. That's, that was the comment. I think there's some truth to that, that anticipation is something instinctual that you, you either just sort of have, like Brock Purdy has something there instinctually that's just there, okay? Good for him. I do think you can improve it a little bit, though, from repetition, which is the same thing I'm going to say about accuracy, which I do think accuracy can improve. We rush these quarterbacks so much... And you don't – it's like any craft in sports or life. The more you do it, the better you get at it. And we're putting a lot of these quarterbacks in an unfair position where they just don't get enough reps at the college level. And then they get thrown in the fire at the NFL level. And quite frankly, we rush that evaluation too, which is why I get a little – like frustrated with the Caleb Williams talk. Can we just let the season play out? Can we get Justin Fields another – how many games are left now? Twelve? Good, 12. Twelve. games of reps yeah. before we get to that point because that's a lot of football. And you're seeing it right now. How does that – a couple of those out throws to, to DJ Moore, that one that was almost intercepted, right, but it was, it was actually completed – if you're watching the film, and I guarantee you, in there, they're in that quarterback room today saying, like, hey, we just need to speed this up just a little bit. Well, that could actually improve. That little tick can improve just from getting more chemistry and more reps with your guys and trusting no, and knowing they're going to be there. That doesn't mean he's ever going to turn into like Tua with the way he throws, he starts throwing before a guy's way out of his break.
0: Because he has to. Those dudes are, those yeah. dudes are outrun the ball.
1: Right. That's a good point. <laughs> But it can improve to the point that DJ Moore looks way open compared to just, oh, he caught made that nice catch. He broke
0: the tackle and ran for 20 yards. I think when the key word I heard you say there is trust. I think that's yeah. what anticipation is about. It's about trust. It's about confidence. Once he's able to do that a couple of times, then he'll be more confident. He'll trust it more and let the ball go. Listen, there is a cumulative effect to not being surrounded by good players. And I'm not excusing him. I'm not absolving him or anything. But when you aren't used to being around good players, which he hasn't been the first two and a half years of his career, Then you're just like, I don't really know if I should put this ball out there. As he gets more um, reps where that works out for him, I think he'll trust it more. He'll be more confident. He'll let that ball go. I do believe that he can improve his anticipation.
2: Uh, I I just want to throw out. I I absolutely love the people that watch the show and the Bears fan base. First of all, I... I, I came on here and said, do not boo the guy. And then we did stand with fields. And now I'm saying that he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. And you people are, are running oh, at yeah. me like we're back because Carp's hating got fields. Where is the hate in that comment? I didn't say that. <laughs> he can't be top five. Yeah, that's right. He's and, and, and I see people <laughs> like that, that, uh, that, according to fan base right now is hate. That is insanity. People need to chill. Well, you know what that means. We're back to week one. I,
1: I guess we're back to we're week. Back one. We're back to week one where you couldn't say you couldn't even say something nice about Fields without right. being called a hater,
2: right? And and then and then the others. Justin Fields is is the black Josh Allen? No, he isn't. <laughs> jo- no, he mean? isn't. Josh Allen throws the ball a thousand miles an hour. Yes. He J- he is he is not on that level. Look, I mean, come on, man. Josh Allen's thrown for 4500 yards 3 times. He is an insane physical specimen too. Stands 6'5 and you it be correct a little now and, and Justin's got all the physical talents. I I don't I don't understand what we're missing here. I think you can win with Justin Fields. I think he I think he has unlocked himself in in this season. So Let's keep rolling here. I don't think you should ever boo the guy because he's a phenomenal individual who works his ass off, who does everything he possibly can to be great. I love his character. I love it. There's no there's this this guy cares in enormous ways and he's enormously talented. He just doesn't throw with any anticipation, which is what Hogue's talking about. Can you get better at it? I think you can, to your point, Herb, when you have more elite players around him. He does it sometimes with DJ but because I think they think, get on the same page. I
1: think the Josh Allen comp is maybe because he is not necessarily one of the guys you point to as an elite anticipatory thrower either. Hmm. Right, but but so, right, but he's
0: got his arm strength is. Yeah, he's so got insane. that Brett Favre thing though. Like I, I don't have yeah. to be on time because I'll just gun this thing. But
1: you have seen that with Fields too. In it's fact, true, the, the the example, I think the best example is that last touchdown to DJ Moore on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like that throw was late, and he just said "fuck it"
0: and he fired it. Corner thought he had a pick six. He
1: thought he had a pick six, and <laughs> Fields was like, nope, the that's going into my guy's up. hands, and <laughs> then it turned out to be a touchdown. So, that honestly, that was like a Josh Allen play. That's true. Sure. And by the way, his lack of accuracy might have helped on that one
2: because it was a little bit off. Whatever DJ made some <laughs> insane. Catch. Now you sound like a hater.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now D- you sound a like a hater. Nah, a little bit off. Hater. Yeah. When you, when you, hater. When, you, when hater. you take his game sealing touchdown throw and turn it into inaccurate, how how great was that catch? How great was sick? It? DJ went crazy. That was a crazy play. But like all, seat, of, all of it was nice. I mean, even even the arm strength on the first touchdown. First, the eye discipline to hold the safety, and then you pull that trigger and you shoot that thing in there. Like Justin can do what needs yeah. done. Agreed.
2: Agreed. All right. The throw to the – I've said it now five times on the show. The throw to the corner is what a top quarterback and a top receiver combo in the NFL do. The Bears just did it.
1: Yeah, it was nice. All right, a couple more questions I have for you guys. All right, one is where – so we talked about where you guys at with Justin Fields right now. Uh, in, in conclusion – Herb and I have him going to the Hall of Fame, and Carm <laughs> thinks he's a bust and should be out of the league. Let's go. right? So, <laughs> trade him now. Because I. it's funny how you can do segments like that, and that's what's heard. I love it. Uh, it's I, great. I, yeah. I love what we do. Um, where are you at with Luke Getze? Because this is honestly, Luke, the, the stuff with Fluce, which we'll talk about Fluce here in a minute, like the stuff that really started to eat at me with the Matt Reflues where I started even last week and it was stuff you talked about Herb right here on this set, which I thought was fair at the time Mm -hmm. about just being a leader Mm -hmm. and like, where's the leadership right now? Like that's where I started to veer towards like, oh no, where's this going? Right. Right. It seems to be spiraling out of control so quickly. What like Fields, I do think, you know, these coaches probably should get, at least the rest of this season to really, you know, see this thing fold through this year. But was, so that's flu's for one thing, but with Getzy, part of the reason why I've been so confused is like, I really felt like we saw enough last season with how that offense shifted in the middle of the year, yeah. the ability to be, a, to adapt, to not be stubborn, to put your players in the best position, to have success with their talents. I was so confused that that would seem to disappear early in the you know, in the first three weeks of the season, I'm like, where did that guy go? Oh, that Why is this too. happening? But now it's back. So now I'm like, I think I like Getsy, I, I don't, we can stay here. Can, like, we, can we stay in this spot? Luke? Cause this is good stuff here. This is good.
0: Well, listen with, with, with flutes and with getsy you know how like you get into it with your spouse sometimes. Yeah. And then like you, you, you're kind of over it a little bit, but you just haven't let it go yet. Like, you kind of want to get all back, like, cuddly again, but you're still looking at it like, mm, I just want to hang on and be mad for a little longer. Like, that's just kind of where I'm at with, with both of them right now. But in terms of Getzy, I think the biggest point of evaluation and test for any coach is just like – your ability to adapt to your personnel and to the game plan and what it calls for on a given week. And sometimes he's shown this stubbornness to just, oh, I'm going to do this thing that I want to do, whether it's putting my players in the best position or not. And then there's been other times, like you referenced last year and the past two weeks, where he's completely scrapped it, flipped it, and done what's best for the team. He has that ability to do it. It's like the consistency thing with Justin. You got the ability to do it, so can we just – can we keep doing that thing, please? And if, if he does, then I'll, I'm, I'm I'm fine with making nice in the house again.
1: The, the huge
2: adjustment on the fourth and one, all of a sudden they figure out, okay, let's do what everybody else is doing. I give him credit for it, even if it was late. Sure. Uh, what I've really liked about Luke Getze, you're going to love this one.
1: Does it have to do with a press conference? No. But – <laughs> he looks calm. He has a calm look on the Getsy. He does do that even he, when they were looking awful a few weeks ago. I mean, he they would cut to him and he'd just be like, I mean, he, That's dude. the score. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, he's
2: just kind of doing his thing. Now, I would, you know, you're going to love this one too. I don't, Luke Getze is not asking my opinion here. And for whatever reasons, he's comfortable on the sideline. Hey, Luke, I personally think you should be up in the box. I think here I, we go. I, I think, how do you see what's going on on the sideline when you're surrounded by eight thousand dudes and you you can't see th- what's
1: happening? So you have coaches up there that tell you. I am going to argue with this one strongly. Yeah, I mean, you I, would know this better, Coach Hope. I would hate to be in the box. You got to be down there on the field, it, connecting with your players, seeing the look in their eyes. The, You can talk to them at any given moment. You have to be like, hey, I need you to put Justin on the phone with me now. Wait 30 seconds. The game's moving too fast. Then he gets on the phone. You can't see his face as you're talking to him. I can see you, right. Yeah, I I totally disagree.
2: What percentage of offensive coordinators are on the sidelines? I'm going to I'm going to figure this out today. But you,
1: I don't, stop the, asking me questions that you could research before the show. The good ones. The 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 I the, thought
2: were going to agree the I thought you have to push the point, but that's a fair point. I will take that feedback. Excellent point by you. <laughs>
1: no, but most of them are in the booth. A lot of them are, no question about it. But and, and it's because they can see the field, they can see the coverages. Right. I get it, but if you have coaches under you that you trust to see that stuff, it, it's not that hard. If you have chemistry with with Janoco, who's upstairs and you and he's telling you hey they were in cover two there you know maybe think about this like
2: i'd still want his expert eyes looking at it up there i'm gonna ask him this this week the next time I'm I,
1: think, I think
0: i think i'd be interested to see when you actually do the research and find out how many are there i'd, I'd be interested to find out who's there and who's their quarterback because I would assume that there's probably a more veteran quarterback. That you, you know, I'm not so much worried about your demeanor, or you know, we don't need to have these conversations so much as just the pure X's and O's of it. But if I still feel like, and they're just growing, they're, just, they're a year and a half into this thing, they're still I still need to feel your energy. I need you to feel. Them. I need to check in with you sometimes. Yeah, but do you, do you see Justin
2: going through a roller coaster each game? Like I feel like he's pretty level-headed. Fields. Like I don't I don't need to like look in his eyes all the time. Like I know what I'm getting from this dude.
1: To me it's more about the communication. Um and being able to to grab you. and it's not just the quarterback, you gotta grab your running back, hey you you're you gotta make sure you use this technique on this protection. You know, it, it's there's a lot of different stuff going I'm on. I'm a sideline guy I, for sure. I, I would I would just feel like claustrophobic in the box, not being able to communicate with my players. That's just me personally. That's how I feel. Now, I like DC's in the booth. D,
2: uh, look, I, I don't know what it is about me, but I like a nice, powerful coordinator on either side of the ball, sitting up there in that <laughs> booth, seeing everything, communicating down to the field. Let's freaking go!
1: I think it's a good question though, and I think you should ask Getz it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I in, in the way I would ask it would be like, Coach, can you go through some of the pros and cons of being on the field versus being in the booth, and why do you like being on the field? And I think he'd give you an honest answer. I and he'd probably recognize some of the cons too, because you it's a it's a fair it's a fair point you do see the game better from upstairs um but i just think there's so many intangibles in football that for me personally i would prefer to be down there on the field to be able to feel all those things i i got it i got yeah. it what me and me and we'll, we'll see what he says
0: plus you're too close to joniak upstairs <laughs> that's you <laughs> know. Like you don't want that um. Sure. Real quick, while you were doing the shout-outs, I thought about this. Shout-out to the Bears fans, man. They always travel well, but they yeah. did it again in Washington. Just being out there. I'm always out in the tailgate stuff, doing fan stuff before the game, and they were just out there in droves, just Bears gear everywhere you could see. And then usually, or at least the past, I don't know, 12 months or so, they haven't been able to – make their presence really felt in the stadium, you know, during the game, especially talk about fourth quarter um, to get them back in the space where they let's go bears, let's go bears. Fourth quarter, taking over that stadium was really, really cool. They were enjoying themselves. Uh, shout out to the Bears fans for how they travel, how they continue to show up for this team, whether the team shows up for them or not. Come out to the tailgate
2: on Sunday. We'll see you. I'm, I know you're going to be there. Bears fans. Even every single one of them. I mean, this is just a rough show for me on the chat. They're just killing me on Carm's negativity. But I love every single one of you. You're, you're just welcoming,
3: mean, welcoming you back.
2: From I mean, your my God. Trip on the IL. I, I But the passion is is second to none. God bless. Gotta
1: love it. Good to have a win. I mean, Everyone, that's all. Every, it is. The order, everything's back in place. Everyone hates Carm again. I, I it's just, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta wear it.
0: Just kind of, we kind it, of, got to wear it. Is Is it crazy how how fast the pendulum swings yeah. for Bears? They loved you
2: for a few weeks there when everybody, they wanted when the everybody fired. When the, bear, when the Bears are bad, I'm popular. Oh,
0: yeah. When they're, <laughs> when, when, when they're,
2: when they're on a one-game winning streak, let's go. A one-game winning streak. Let's go. That's hilarious. Please win That's Sunday.
0: Awesome. I beg it of you. We need this dub. That secondary has I, to get healthy because Justin Jefferson what? will hang three bills on them.
1: He's he hurt. got hurt yesterday, though. He's out. So, um, like he's out? out? Well, no, we don't yeah, know. He, oh sp- spreading he, he's spreading false. Not area. I, think, I actually think he's
2: going to play. If you I watched, was watching
1: I, the game. He pulled up a little lame. He didn't come back in the game. There's no timetable he stayed right on the
0: sideline the rest of the game. He yeah. didn't like they carted him off or nothing like that. It, it wasn't. I mean, it's never good when you don't finish the game. It's never good when you don't finish the game. <laughs> yeah
2: but he it didn't it didn't look like that that bad of an injury, and this guy's been durable as hell, so we we'll, we'll see i mean uh, they I,
0: were they were deep in their corner bag in Washington the bears were like had, deep uh, deep, uh, yeah. deep in their corner bag to the point I was like, Where is my roster? This is getting out of hand. Yeah. Who is number thirty like <laughs> <laughs> i got a I got a couple more um big picture questions i want to ask you guys here but first how you how you like that tropical beer hug right now it is phenomenal it is ah, phenomenal it is ah. 9.9% alcohol by volume just so a no. casual 10% on a yeah on
3: just what you need after a flight with a kid kicking the back of your
0: seat oh i wanted to elbow that kid just how old was he stop i think it was a girl and i think she was like 3 but still that's tough yeah i mean you just can't yell at a three-year-old. You can't do it, can right? No, no, you can't do it. You can't. Do it. And you, I'm also, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to turn around and talk to the mom either. It's just like, kid, come
1: on. Yeah, you just got to, you just got yeah. to. It. <laughs> it's, it's like, just, But as a parent, like, I know that's the one thing that when my kids are on the plane I'm like that's the one thing I get yeah. on
0: my son for is like just don't kick the seat please stop like please. noise is one thing you yeah. can't tell your kids to be quiet they're yeah, kids she's back there talking it up and but, chatting but she wasn't annoying with that She's yeah. just but she's just
1: try not to kick the seats that's the one <laughs> thing um oh, yeah. but also it'd be nice if you know I don't know if we get one more inch of leg room just so yeah. we could be treated like humans not cattle it's all about cattle uh, i mean <laughs> just we take out one
0: row of seats Just so we can,
1: just so my knees can just give a little. I don't know. I'm asking for. How how
0: are they going to keep their 200 foot yachts if they do that?
1: Anyway, uh, the 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 beer hug will get you through this for sure. Uh, Goose Island is. Our uh, preferred beer of choice here at CHGO. Uh, we are supported by Goose Island Beer Company. Chicago's beer since 1988 right now. They got those beer hugs. That's the tropical version right there. Very good. Oktoberfest, uh, 312 Wheat Ale, the Full Pocket Pills. So many good choices with Goose Island. Grab Ultra Fresh Brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's
2: beer. I see Nick in the chat. Nick's very disappointing. His his latest podcast. um, What was that? What's it called? The conversation.
3: Couples coverage. Let's go.
2: Couples coverage. You keep calling it the conversation. It feels like the conversation. (laughs) Couples coverage. It's amazing. Nick doesn't like to carve pumpkins. (laughs) See Sarah in the
1: background, Nick. She said what? (laughs) That's amazing. All right. So, I agree. Too too much mess it's messy it's time too consuming. many birthdays your like hand hurts not 10 that's but why i don't like them. i don't know if you remember a couple of years ago i carved <laughs> this birthdays. perfect bulls pumpkin too old for that
2: i vaguely remember and it was bulls. like
1: i surprised my i am not a creative dude i i, I surprised myself with this pumpkin I just, and, and and i retired from pumpkin carving right there i'm like this is my masterpiece i'm done
2: what about a nice roasted pumpkin seed after a pumpkin carving with a with a with a with a goose island right into a DraftKings bet? The NFL season's going strong. How about that? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up the new customer like you, who's you know carving a pumpkin, unlike Soft Nick, getting it done with even stronger moves right now. Five bucks on any game this week. What is going on outside? Enough with the honking. Two hundred dollars. You bet five bucks, you get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping; there. all customers can take advantage of a sweetener every game this October. Um, I mean, you could do it. Uh, you could do it tonight when Karm's got Jimmy Garoppolo going for uh, the Raiders. Let's 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 uh, let's let's get a win tonight. Get on get on in special opportunities each and every weekend. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code CHGO. New customers, once again, $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 bucks on the NFL. That's the code CHGO only on DraftKings sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours a uh, gambling problem 1-800 gambler visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 8778 hope and why or text hope and why in connecticut help is available for gambling problems call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort licensee partner golden nugget lake charles louisiana 21 or over, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, see sportsbook.draftgames.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'd like to take uh, offense, by the way, for those who are saying that I wrote a... um Secret Bajan man song and a secret Peter man song and I don't have a song for Justin Fields. I mean, I that's not true. That's not true. I have multiple Justin Fields songs written. I just haven't sung them yet, but they are written and they are ready. Oh,
1: you have sung one. What was the QB one song? And that's
2: it. That's, that's, thank you. One. My QB. QB one. I mean, we could bring that one back. This too. This is yeah. the worst QB song. One. My QB okay. one. Okay. Hallelujah. Yeah, that was the first
3: song. So
1: That, so that was t- the
3: very first song. So, I right. do
1: have one tease because Karm, believe it or not, came up pre-show with a music video idea that I actually kind of like. Uh-oh. I actually kind of like it. I've uh, already said I'm not a music director and I don't want to be a part of this, but yeah, we'll see how sh- that works. So right. there's a little
2: tease for uh, you. Uh, you. One is in the chat would be, yes, you want to see a CHGO music video. Two would be no. <laughs> Just to show you, but... Um, that people would be dying for this. They would love... I don't think w- they'd be dying for it, but I think, I be dying think if it's dying properly it,
1: executed, maybe. it could be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dying from it, yeah. One, if you want a music video. Two is no. Let me ask y'all this. Yeah. Did Thursday night's win make you more or less angry about Sunday's loss to the Broncos?
1: Well, for Braggs, it was 100% more angry. The guy couldn't even enjoy the win. I don't think he enjoyed anything about his weekend. He's still mad about losing to denver i'm willing to get over that because i'm just like at the end of the day that denver loss is not costing you the super bowl it's probably not even costing you the the division okay like this is about incremental improvement learning how to win eventually and hopefully thursday night was them learning how to get over the hump that they obviously couldn't get over sunday there's also a scenario in which they win that game Sunday and they don't come out the way they did Thursday and they lose that game. That's true. It's the NFL you never know what so that's where I am on that question what I think well here's my question back to you though herb did Thursday's win change anything for you with fluce?
0: Yes, I told you I'm almost ready to like. Go Back into the room, like I'm almost ready. You're back for like, cuddle time, yeah. I'm almost ready to go back to the bedroom. I'm still on the couch, though. How about I'm just like, Ugh! um, but no, I, I listen, I think that I, I was pissed Sunday last Sunday, yeah, pissed last Monday, like I super pissed at the dude, and the way he handled all of it made me even more pissed. The claypool stuff honestly made me more angry, than yeah. The the c- all of it was just like, oh, yeah. it was just I, super pissed, but. You bounce back, you go out on the road, short week, you flush it, you get a win. Cool. So I'm, I'm. Coming back around to to the flu, so I'm just a little slow because I was really really pissed last week. Um, the Monday presser was his worst performance. He I, that's when uh, I thought he was uh, like going to be getting fired because I'm like you you cannot convey a message and you are the face of the franchise. That's when I was talking to that leader of men stuff and yeah and 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 somebody close to those people messaged me with that thing and I was like I said what I said like I don't know what you want me to say I said what I said. Right. Like,
1: but, but yeah. And here's the thing. I think it was all fair. Like, look, we're doing a daily show here, and we got to react to stuff that's happening in the moment. Things were spiraling there. And I think everything you said last week was fair. I was in agreement with you. I, I, but like any player – you do get to get better. You do. You do get to learn from That's your the mistakes. There's,
0: there's, there's, there's another game. And
1: the same thing happens as a coach. New information me, has come to light. I've <laughs> I've been there. Like you're allowed to learn from things you fuck up whether it's a game or a press conference or or uh, interaction with the player. And it
0: helps in a short week.
1: Yes. So I just I'm I'm this I guess this was the the theme of the whole show, right? Does Matty Refflous deserve a reset? Like, yes, you're one and four. You're not zero and zero. Sure, but big picture, like this season is still about developing Justin Fields. It's still about showing improvement as a football team. And I don't think seven wins is off the table.
0: No, I don't and, think it's off the table. I thought they were. My, my my the reason why I was so mad, and I'm still am <laughs> sorry. The look on carves me. <laughs> i, was, I said that. My bad. The reason why I'm still so mad, like, is I I thought they were fringe playoff. I thought they were like had an opportunity to sneak into the back door of the playoffs this year. Being that in the hunt column, try to get that last wild card spot and I think that when you give away games like that, that's the difference between being able to sneak in the back door and not. And that so, might be the case. Like yeah. it, it, we might be looking not, not at, that really matters. I did not think they were yeah. going to make a run or anything like that, but it's like dude, like you had one. I don't know I whatever. I won't go back to the decision on fourth down, but it's like I I don't I was I didn't like it. I was very mad, but yes. I'm willing To reset, let's move forward. There's still 12 games to go. What can we do to improve? He has reopened the flu store, if you will. If they
2: go and beat Minnesota and beat the Raiders and they're sitting there at three and four. They should have been 500. 500. Right. I I get that annoyance and I get Bragg's frustration because look, they shouldn't be two and three. I, I get all of it. And it's like, Oh man, this the, the climb right now is incredibly steep. And if they lose a tight game to Minnesota and you're sitting there at one and five, it's like, well, that feels like it's going to be it. You're in last place. You got a loss to the Vikings, You got a loss to the Packers. Right. You know, it's just, it's going to be an extremely tough climb, but they did win last week. They did bounce back and He made adjustments both on and off the field. I I pressed him, too, at least. I've been trying to get him to talk about himself when I'm out there. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, how are you handling all of this? And he gave one answer where I thought was actually kind of interesting. Most of them, he just, like, I get nothing and I feel like an idiot. But he, he talked about being a servant. Mm-hmm. How, this you're the uh, being the, the front of the franchise like how, how, how have you handled that or how's how's that weighed on you or what have you learned or whatever he's like I don't look at it like the front I just feel like I'm a servant like he's right. he's literally like out there basically i'll take the all the arrows man like look look where we're at we're trying to develop the quarterback we're trying to develop guys who can get to the quarterback we're basically we're a young football team and yes we've made some mistakes along the way where we could have won a couple more games but ultimately you know uh, this is not. I, I I don't. I don't think anybody can point at Matt Eberle and say like, you guys should have been a five hundred team last year, and you should be over five hundred now. Like nah. that's. I'm like they, they've left some nah, on the table, trash. but like it's. I don't. You know. I don't think it's.
0: He. It's not like he's done some horrible job with some superly talented roster. No, nah, they was trash last year. And listen I – I stand on what I, everything I said last Monday, I stand on that, right? And I can I still say we can reset and, and move forward. I'm always going to be fair. I'm going to call it how I see it. I'm never disrespectful, though. Like, I'm going to ask you what needs to be asked. I'm going to say what needs to be said. I'm never going to do it in a disrespectful way. It's never like, I don't like dude. It's like, what is dude doing? Like I think dude likes you, too. You have a good, fluke relationship. It's cool. I mean, I try to. I try to approach all those dudes with respect. I got a ton of respect for every coach in the league and every player in the league. It takes a lot to get to where any Ditto. of them are. Ditto. Got a ton of respect for that. But when you fuck up, answer for it. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, it was bad there. I mean, let's not just because they won one game. We can't get away from <laughs> everything that was happening there. I no, mean, there's they, there's a reason why things were written, including by myself, going into Thursday. Like what could actually happen I if mean, they lose this game. If like, you
2: if you polled everybody right now that's watching the show or whatever just Bears fans in general d- does Matt Eberflus get fired at the end of this year? I bet you it would be 75% would it be the bet that yes. He oh, you does. want a
3: poll? Let's do a poll. Yeah. But okay,
2: I, I don't know if we want to do that poll. Do we you, want to do that poll? Did you just say that? I'm just saying, it. you're saying it
3: loud I, but you're not
2: actually saying it. I don't I don't think okay. we need to do that. Let's let's wait till next well, hog, you make the executive decision. I mean, I'm just putting
3: want... a poll on the YouTube chat if you want. I can do it every day if you want. I don't it doesn't matter. D- go
2: ahead. <laughs> like do the poll. Do the poll. All right. Do you think Matt Eberflus will be fired at the end of the year? Prediction time.
1: Okay. The next question I'm going to ask you guys cuz I'm just so done with the extremes at the end of the year. We we can get them to play. There. How good do you think the Bears think they are right now? The players or the or management? Uh probably more relevant management because I think that they thought that they were
0: what we thought they were at the beginning of the year. Yeah, like everybody thought they were going to beat the Packers at Soldier Field? Yes. They thought that too. Yes. And then they got smacked. And then they. Would I think be, they thought they would beat the Bucks. Yeah, they thought they would beat the Bucks. Nobody really thought they would go to Arrowhead and win that game.
1: I don't think they thought that they would have beat the Chiefs, but they certainly expect to be more competitive. Like the Vikings played a one-score game against. Them I think yesterday. they thought
0: they would be four and one, maybe five and one right now, four and two at worst. No, or whatever. I'm not, I got yeah. that wrong. Yeah, five games. Yeah, so think either, they, I, thought, I think they thought they'd be either four and one or three and two at worst. Yeah.
2: See, I think they would have bet that they were two and three or three and two. Um.
3: They should be three and two.
2: They no. They oh, should. They should B- be.
3: They Bucks, should be. Could, they Rocko's could be. And commanders. Come on. But the Bucks.
2: Game. But
1: and they and but should have. The Bucks. The but, but you Jordan can't Love. say they should have beat the Bucks. They got their ass kicked. They were never. They, were they were never never in that, that game. game. Right.
3: Exactly. But I believe that's the big question. You, you are the you, you can go
2: four one. You're saying you think they're a better team than the Bucks, um, and they just.
1: Not to mention the Jordan Love experience. But this goes back to my reset thing.
0: Do. Where do you... I think so they think they are a little bit less than what they thought week one. I think they, less, I think Thursday got them turned all the way back around almost completely back to, okay, we are who we thought we were, right? And I think there's just like a little bit less than that because, you know, again, it just take some time to get that confidence and be legit about it. So, I'll, so it's interesting how the Bears schedule works out here because they have another five-game
1: chunk here before another mini-buck. Mm-hmm. So they just went through a five-game chunk, which ended with a Thursday game on a short week, and they got a mini-buy. That's exactly what's about to happen here. So they get the Vikings at home, the Raiders at home, the Chargers on the road, the Saints on the road, and the Panthers at home. All of those games are winnable. Could they flip it and go 4-1? How many are they favored in? If they beat the Vikings they're not favored against the Vikings, by the way, they're nope. three and a half point dogs. Um, if they beat the Vikings on Sunday, I think they're favored against the Raiders. Yeah.
2: At home. At home. Let, let's just talk about that spread, by the way. They are a three and a half point underdog at home right. against a one in four right. Minnesota Vikings team that's got Justin Jefferson with a iffy hamstring. Right. That
1: tells you what they were three-point dogs to the, the Bears. Bears. What
2: Vegas thinks about the Bears? That's
1: fine. They were three and a half-point dogs to the Broncos too, and yeah. they should have and they lost, won the game, By and three. they covered. And then they were six-point dogs to the Commanders, and they killed them. So,
0: I, I mean, it, it's just reflective I, of the market. I don't think it's unrealistic that they can that they can go four and one over those next games. I think three and two may be a little bit more realistic. I think going out to L. A. and beating the Chargers is going to be a tall mm-hmm. task, and. I'm not sold on them beating the Vikings. I hope they do, but I think they can get the Panthers and the Raiders for sure. And we'll see about that going to the Saints thing. But between the Saints, Chargers, and Vikings, I think they drop at least one of those, and maybe two. So I think four and one is a legitimate possibility. I think three and two is probably more realistic.
1: I think three and two would be a a big victory over the next chunk of five games. Agreed. That puts you at four and six in the hunt. Four and six, yeah. and, and and now all of a sudden they're more on pace to what we thought they would be this season. With seven to go, four and six with seven to go. To to
2: answer your question at the very start here, what what does Bears management think of the team? I think they thought that they would be quote unquote in the hunt. I think yes, they. Yes, I, I think, agree. I think that that at at bare minimum, or maybe not at bare minimum, but I think they thought that they would be challenging to be a well, play, to be a back end playoff team. He, polls said it. I expect improvement, and I don't think
0: when he meant improvement that they would go from three wins to f- to five. I asked Polls when they was, had his press conference at the beginning of the season, I said how many? What? Get, put give me a percentage on the holes that you think you fit on this roster. And to his credit, he kept it a buck. He was like mm, about 75, 80. Right. Well, there you go. I don't, think, I don't think you can say I got 75% of a team and think I'm going to go make a, a, a legitimate run of the Super Bowl, but could I sneak into the back end of the playoffs? Sure, I could do that at 75 80%. Right. Move forward. Um, all right, Hogue.
1: All right. Um, we have some super chats to get to before we get there. The, uh, just a couple of things I want to hit on from watching football. On uh, new
3: information has come to light. Uh, I'm going to throw Cubs in Studio B today because – Luke is off today, so it's just a duo. So we'll throw them in B. So we could go another hour.
1: Okay. I, well, Bears. I don't want to go another hour, but <laughs> <laughs> but I will take advantage of that time because I did want to I did want to get to some things from Sunday from watching football, which was kind of nice. You get to observe the whole the whole league. That's sweet. Um, let's let's talk about the Vikings a little bit because I watched most of that game, and um. Sorry, I'm just distracted by Nick slacking of something very important. About you keep going. I'll be right ta- back. Talking at House Hall today. Carver emergency. Um, Vi- Okay, so excuse me. The Vikings playing the Chiefs. Just, the Vikings are an interesting team to me, her, because yeah. last year they win 13 games. All it, by the skin of their teeth. <laughs> and everybody was like, they're not a 13 win team. This year we went into a season being like, they're not going to win as many games as last year. I honestly think they're like an 8-9 win team last year and this year. Yeah. Like, that's what I – and they're just – they're dealing right now with all types of stuff that goes into football, mm-hmm. fumbled luck, one-score mm-hmm. games, how they swing on a couple plays here and there, which you know all about. Yeah. And it's like everything they had last year going for them is going against them now. But I still think they're solid. And I think that they showed that yesterday in how they played the Chiefs um into the fourth quarter. That was a game. They it got to be a two score game. Then they battled back. They made it close. It came down. They had a Hail Mary and the chance best that Kirk was Cousins gone. got yeah. sacked on and, and Justin Jefferson was hurt. Hawkinson came out at one point two. They're I think they're rightly favored by how much they should be against this Bears team.
0: No, I agree with you, man. I think, listen, I think surely you can look at the, some of their wins last year and say, hey, they just pulled out some tough games. And cool, but there's something to be said for being able to pull out close games, right? The Bears were in a lot of close games last year. They didn't pull out very many of them. And so I give them credit for being able to pull out close games. That being said, I agree with you, right? You sometimes, at some point, you're gonna the median is going to kind of just settle in, and I think that's probably where they are right now. I think they could still end up being an eight-win team. I think that's a really, really tough place to go and play. Uh, I think obviously everybody knows how dynamic Justin Jefferson is. He missed the back end of that game. And so if he's in there, could he make a play here or there that that, that could swing that thing? Probably, maybe, right? And so uh, they showed they can play with the best teams in the league. I think that, you know, they had some tough breaks. They had some good breaks last year. It's kind of how, it, how the game goes. But I'm so sick of Kirk Cousins not doing, not even not doing the right thing on the last play of the game, but just doing the absolute worst thing. You can't take a sack. Get the ball off, bro. Like, I I get it. It, He got got pressured early, but just, I don't care if you throw it straight up in the air. Like, get the ball off. He didn't have much of a chance, He didn't. Get the ball off, though.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Justin would have gotten out of there and fired it. How's that? Maybe. Now you're
0: just being facetious.
1: Okay, but that brings me to the (laughs) next point I wanted to make here. Looking around the league, I don't see a ton of amazing quarterback play. No. And I sure as hell don't see good offensive line play around the no. league.
0: Although the Bears are getting better at O-line. Well, that's what i wanted to get at. Yeah. All
1: of a sudden, you have Justin, playing good who I would still trust over a lot of these quarterbacks I'm watching on Sunday. With any type of protection that seems to be improving a little bit here, it's better than, certainly better than like what Daniel Jones is getting right now from that oh. Giants O-line. Yeah. That's a mess. I mean, they're just... the Kirk Cousins, he's not getting any help right now from his offensive yeah. line. That's a mess. Now, on the flip side, the Bears got to find a way to create more pressure. Hopefully, Flus keeps dialing some things dialing up, up this week because this is another opportunity to do so. Um, there's just there's
0: very few quarterbacks right now that you're like yeah that's playing working. at a high high level yeah no I haven't seen a whole lot of that um I, I mean if, if I want to be respectful I'd say I you got to give Jared Goff some credit but I don't I still think I take Justin as the best quarterback in this division like if I was start if I, if I was starting the team with the four quarterbacks that are there I' would take Justin over over Jared not that's respectfully to how he's playing what his team is doing um But, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of quarterbacks right now in the ground league. Like, yeah, I'd rather have that dude than Justin. Maybe. If you want to talk long-term, I hear you. But right now, Goff's – I mean, the guy's playing well, man. No doubt about it. That's what I'm saying. I respect what he's doing, but I don't know that I would – I don't know that I'd be like, I'd rather have him than Justin right now. If
1: you were to have a draft of just the NFC North quarterbacks and the Lions had the number one pick, who are they picking?
2: I think they're taking Goff.
1: I at a draft not yeah i just he's not old i think that they would draft Justin i think so too. i think they would, i don't and, and this goes oh my but God. but this gets to a larger discussion and i think golf is another example Goff is an example that honestly we should have How's some in it that's a tough with. me
2: thanks jim let's <laughs> <laughs> just end the show again we on. 112 i had i had it turned off until 111 we're, we're we're way you past time. Keep going. Right, what about you, golf?
1: Why don't you just put your, you have it off? The, you can't do that on a phone. I'm making things about? up. Yeah. By, by the uh, way, uh, because our podcast listeners probably couldn't even hear that, Carm's phone just went off about thirty yards away, right, and it's it's once again, loud. for the second time in two weeks, someone else had to go over there. Uh, this is, is a bad. Job. I don't know why you're just not a was, normal human being who works in media and you keep your phone on vibrate. I, I
2: do actually normally. The, why
1: has it rung six times since I got here? Twice, 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 twice. Slow down.
2: Keep going. Let me let me let me let me let me hear let me hear this let me hear or this 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 Jared Goff take that okay. you're about to do.
1: No, Goff has improved with experience with getting more reps. This is what I was talking about earlier in the show. If you're looking for hope with Justin Fields, this is a guy that it was certainly not perfect. He was a high draft pick and he's gotten himself in a good situation in Detroit and he's winning football games and playing pretty well.
2: How many times has Jared Goff thrown for over 4000 yards?
1: Uh, um, he did it once. In, he did three it three or four rest. times. Three
2: times. Yeah. All right. How old is he? Uh, 28. He's Probably twenty-nine. He's yeah. twenty-eight.
1: Twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay.
2: Been to a Super Bowl. The no, Grand. They had a great defense. I got it. I don't know, man. He I'm threw for f- last year, just, just, just to name it, I, I, lo- I, 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 I can't. I, he threw 29 touchdown passes, seven interceptions, 4,438 yards, 7.6 yards in attempt. If Justin Fields
1: did that, you'd, you'd have him in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Jack Fields' number is not far off on path for the season. That's impressive. I, I, I'm being
2: serious. I, yeah,
3: you're going to shave your head.
2: Okay. I listen. The last two
0: weeks have I hope, been... I hope. I hope. 6.99 in two weeks? Boy, I'm
1: I, getting I nervous. Hey, that, listen. I hope Fields finishes with 3,999 yards you, just so I don't have to look at his bald you, head.
2: You, God. Listen. We've settled on the source I, I, of the hate. I mean, I single-handedly turned around his season, and now when I bring logical conversation, I'm the hater. <laughs> Don't boot Justin Fields. Stan with Fields. Get the whole fan base
1: engaged. I did tell our social media team to look up the Justin Fields' numbers since hashtag Stan with Fields started and Cole Comet's numbers since he joined CHGO. I mean, I'm just that's, saying. That's I,
2: I, I, I. We should be 2 0 since I did. I basically saved the season. You throw some give some respect to Jared Goff. I mean, come on man. He's throwing I, for 4688. I, I used
0: respect like three times in my statement. Okay, no, fine. Who are you arguing against right now? We all agreeing <laughs> that Jared Goff is is playing well. You, you Just said this, if I was starting a you, team
1: today, I'd take Justin. You take the younger guy who can run and he's
2: not old though. You I, I, the Lions are not making that switch. If you got Dan Campbell on here, he him and his red nose would come and fight you. And <laughs> they are not
0: making that switch. We no way. To, we have to take him together. Hug that dude is yeah. intense.
1: All right, uh, and giving quarterback props. I'm sorry, Brock Purdy, dude. Yeah. I
0: don't
1: know. What, it's not just the system, the system because he's
0: nah, he's legit.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo, it was the system. Like. And you could tell, like Brock Purdy, dude. I don't know. He's just running it. He's got a lot of help. He's in a perfect situation. All of these things can be true at the same time. But there's something there. He's got
0: something. I didn't even realize he was their captain until yesterday. Uh, For some reason, that 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 was that mattered to me. I was like, oh, he's their captain too. Like right. not just like this young kid is just playing well that nobody can explain. Yeah. But like the whole team is like, yeah, we follow that dude. Well, so th- that that by the way is if you were just looking at his stats and seeing
2: the Niners, you're like, oh, well, he's a product of the system. They've got a great team. He's got Debo. You can basically throw anybody in there. That was the general take for those who weren't watching him every week. Now it's like, oh. Well, maybe you can be the last guy picked in the in the draft and, and just be that good. <laughs> Shout out by the way to Kevin across the street. The store is out and he he's doing a great stretch. I mean, look at that stretch, Hogue. Guys doing a nice elbow and a leg, and uh, he give it up for the people every day. I mean, Kevin speaking is speaking of man.
3: which, diehards. Anytime you want to do your diehard raid, it's 55
1: degrees on. Kevin. No, he's gonna give it, it up. For the, he
0: gonna give it up for the people every day, regardless. You're going to get, get that chest every day. I mean, it is Give t- it up for the people. Yeah, I mean, it is time to be
2: like Kevin and become a diehard and join us at the official CHGO tailgate. Best in the city, damn it. This coming Sunday, Bears-Vikes. Following Sunday, Bears-Raiders. Thursday night, oh, it's going to be lit with Carolina. Of course, we're not committed past then because we know it's going to be cold and you don't want to come out. But uh,
3: <laughs>
2: but through November 9th, baby, we are, we are rocking and rolling and uh, you get all our merch at discount. You get to, and when's our next happy hour, Hogue? When we're hanging out on the Zoom with you for?
1: No, someone else is welcome to plan one too.
2: All right, fine. I'll take care of that today. I need a happy hour. I need to connect with everybody that's yelling at me today because I yeah, want. Yeah, you do
0: need that. I happy. really. I can have another Goose Island for happy hour.
1: Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, but you got to step up now. You you set the bar with Carlos Zambrano. Who's showing up to the next happy hour? <laughs> I,
2: I, you know what, I will, I'm, I'm going to surprise you with, with uh, an upper level guest for the next happy hour. How's that?
1: I mean, it's hard to come up with a bigger surprise. Right. we're going then with just surprise, having that having Carlos, that was amazing. I'm, I'm going to work on it. I mean, a, it, if you had told me 20 minutes before the happy hour started, Hey, I'm going to come up with the most random big time guest. Like a like an actual big Chicago sports name that you'll never think of. I mean that yeah, I never would have thought of Zambrano.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I can ever top that one. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. Yeah, let's be real. But that was that was <laughs> yeah. nice.
1: Hey, you know. one more thing on Purdy though. I, I just I tweeted this last night and I really believe it, because I'm just watching this game. Mm-hmm. This franchise gave up three first round picks and a third round pick. For a quarterback that made four starts. Mm. Four starts before they mm. traded him away and got rid of him. Mm. And then they used the last pick in the draft and found Brock Purdy. I, I As much NFL. as we talk about that, I do not think we talk about it enough. It has never happened before. It never will happen again. It, it is... I don't know if it's luck, credit. I don't know how we're supposed to evaluate this at all. I just know it's an amazing story. And if this guy goes on to win a Super Bowl this year with that team, it's it's one of the most incredible stories that I think any franchise has ever had
0: in, like, sports history. I'm not even I'm like – it's, it's got to be up there. Not for real. That's legit, though. But I think, like, they, they swung and miss on Trey, and they didn't swing at all and hit on Brock. And it's like – I don't even know how that happens and I know he gets a lot of Tom Brady comparisons and 199 and all of that but it's like how does this even happen right now and I think that just the level of quarterback play that 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 you see right now from some of these college players and just the amount of football these kids play at an early age now is making them a little bit more prepared. I mean we talked about it a lot a month or so ago with with, with with Bajan and just being prepared and ready to go and I think Brock had like 46 starts at Iowa State. He played for like Five years. They had, I think we, he may have been a COVID guy, too. With the, uh, he, he, you can see the way he throws the ball, man. You talk about anticipation. You talk about just understanding what's happening, and he throws with just he's calm and confident.
1: Now, I'm not saying that there should be some new rule we're all following where we're like, yeah, draft the more experienced guy over the incredibly talented, sure. you know, pure athleticism guy. But what I am saying is I, th- I think viewing it in terms of, You know, high ceiling, low floors. Like, I think these guys coming out that have just played so much football have a high floor. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but if Tyson Bajan ever had to come in the game here this season because Fields gets hurt, like, I think Mm -hmm. he could be okay. Like, let's say say you got a 10-point lead on the Vikings, and Fields, God forbid, gets hurt in the late third quarter— I think Bajan can get you to the finish line.
0: I'll go you one better. I think, really, God forbid, if, if, if Fields misses four, I think Bajan can get you two and two. Yeah,
2: no. Bajan's going to be in the Hall of Fame. The guy's unbelievable. <laughs> I loved my We got to get out
3: of here. Yeah, newer information has come to light. We got to go. No.
1: That's unfortunate. Okay. Um, can we get any of these Super Chats in? Yes, please. Yeah, let's uh, get a few of these let's in. Let's
3: start with uh, Derek Davis.
1: Uh, Derek Davis here, nine ninety nine. My super chat from earlier got skipped, but I want to back Carm because I met him at the marathon yesterday. A cool guy, even when the cameras are off. Also love Herb is on the show now. Derek, you might want to take a COVID test. Uh, De- <laughs> Derek,
2: I tested negative. Don't listen to him. Derek was awesome. I, I, you know, I went out there to support uh, uh, Kevin Kadek, our head of content, and. Um, It was just... I didn't realize that I was like literally right at the finish line, basically. And Kevin, uh, when I I saw him, I realize that I just, I thought it was like further down a little bit further down. (laughs) So I thought I had missed it. But then when I didn't, I was so super excited to see him. It was awesome. But then I, I left my coffee mug out there. I went back out to get it an hour later and I, and I met Derek. We had a nice little conversation. Got dudes down in Indy. He was, he was out there to see it support his mom was running the race. Derek's running his own marathon coming up here. So really appreciate uh, the super chat too, Derek. Appreciate it. It was awesome to meet you yesterday. Um, five dollars from isaac siegel just wanted to say how i bad i feel and sorry i am for what's happening to your people karm love you and all you guys would love um I'm, isaac you're I'm saying that because isaac you're saying that because i'm jewish uh, and and so with the conflict that's going on and all that uh i i hate to be honest on this whole thing when people pick sides people are just in the middle of, of the of the politics of all this i i I just find it to be uh, so unbelievably depressing when you when you see like this side and that side and and people trying to support. It's like, look, man, every er, everybody all ultimately to me wants the same thing, which is have a quality life and 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 eat and vacations and and work and and be able to do their thing. And it's just, it just it breaks my heart to see what's going on uh, for for everybody involved in this, and especially the people that are caught in
0: the middle who are just trying to live their lives. But thank you for the chat. Well said, Chris Piguero, Nine ninety nine. Rojo comes out of the game. When he gets hit in the head, CMC gets absolutely destroyed, gets smacked helmet to helmet, and doesn't come out. Could I get some consistency NFL?
1: Yeah, it's good one, Pagero. It's also not easy. But Rojo didn't come out right away. I think that's kind of part of the part of the issue there too. Um next one, Law. I was Leon. cheering for that play
0: too.
3: Yeah, Leon's first super chat. Shout out, Leon. Thank you.
1: Appreciate it, man. In the short term, just get some wins. In the long term, I don't think fluce is the guy. That's what Leon says.
2: Leon, you're not alone on that. We'll see, though. I think he's taking a major step forward. Hashtags, new song coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that what it is?
2: There's a new song coming, well, baby. it's supposed to be the music, music video, right? New, new music video coming. We'll see if we can get put that all together. Otherwise, I'm just going to sing a song. And
1: can it debut on MTV. No, so that's right here. All right, John. Five dollars. Uh, you can say how fields and gets he improved on last game, but what did Fluce improve on? Are we just crediting his little is he are we just crediting him with not losing a 96 win probability game? Uh, here's what I'm crediting yeah. him with getting them ready to go yep. despite all the noise and the players still playing as hard as they did. Because I thought, per, I'll raise my hand, I thought it was on the table that that's a they quit on him game. The way things were trending, I was worried that that was going to be – we were going to be having a much different conversation Thursday and going into Friday and just – because that's how everything seemed to be going. It seemed to be going that direction. So I agree with you. It's one week. I want to see this thing continue to build, but he deserves his props for this one game.
0: I sat here last week and I called and I challenged him as a leader of men takes a leader to, to guide them through that week. Now, to his benefit it was a short week, but he got him ready to play. They went out there and performed on national TV. Youngster Joey, Lynch and Shannon are a great example of how winning cures all. Solomon Thomas at number three overall, and then three first for Lance. Just win, baby. It's an excellent point. They should have yeah. had Patrick Mahomes if they were doing it
1: right. Nope. They also have hit on a number of really good middle-round picks. They've made. I mean, the Christian McCaffrey trade was unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Fourteen straight games of the touchdown for that dude. Greenlaw is really, really good.
1: Also, just good coaching. I mean, yeah, uh, it, it's just it's a it's a good it's a good staff. Kyle Shanahan, his scheme, it's just really, it's really good. So, yeah, it, that's a very fascinating organization. If I, I'm telling you, if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, like. Just the book that gets written about how it all came together yeah. and all the mistakes that were made along the way, and it still led to a Super Bowl. It's going to be incredible to read about. We got to go. Hold, keep going. I know. Uh, football. CF Candy. What is Fields EPA against the blitz? Can he improve? I don't know, man. We'll look it up. Um, it's getting better. CF. But yes, he can always improve. Uh, Nathan Johnson, five dollars. What if the Bears had kept Roquan and Sanborn, then got Carter? That second he wasted could have been used to trade for
0: Wright if they had picked earlier.
2: If they had picked Carter, uh, oh, if
0: they had picked Carter, I see. yeah, um, that's a lot of moving pieces there. I don't necessarily disagree with the premise, but that's a lot that's going. I
1: don't happen. think you have Darnell Wright in that scenario, but
0: could you maybe have paid a? Jalen Carter killed someone yesterday. He's going to kill somebody every week. <laughs> yeah. Jay Toasty, Getzey called a good second half challenge. The, call see. a good
1: second half challenge.
0: Let's Getzy see. It. call a good second half challenge. He's suggesting Let's that see. he's not calling good second half. Oh, okay.
1: Alex, uh, Amerling, two dollars. I know we have a lot of needs, but DJ with Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. Jr.
2: Look at you. I love that dude is good. <laughs> Dare to dream, baby.
0: We, again, we got he,
2: four months of draft shows coming he, up, but he was he was commenting on uh, DJ's Insta. I think he wants to play with him. Don't sleep on Jerry Rice's kid on USC. Also good. He looks awesome. And Bear, we'll end it here. Bear down, Omaha, my favorite. The Karma's more championships than any Bears GM. That's right. Where's my where's my trophy? Congrats, Carl. Uh, over my over that one No, over this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, we, we it, it was a team effort, but let's Come be on. honest. It was all me.
1: We got to get going. Cubs up next. CSO Cubs uh, with a little bit of a delayed start. We'll get you there. Make sure you check out the CHGO locker. Uh, Some people were commenting on Herb's sweatshirt. Yes, you can buy that there. You Uh, can buy Carm's. You have to go to the DMVR locker to buy the one I'm wearing. I'm representing the the Colorado. That's a good one. Let's go. Our next head coach. Doubt it. Dion, Dion, Dion. Uh, Bring him home. Now that would be fun to cover. That would be amazing. we're out of here. We're back here. Noon tomorrow. Cole Clement in studio for the entire hour. Don't miss tomorrow's show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We will talk to you then.